Hey, this is Don M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast. This episode that you are about to listen to is pre-recorded. You are in an off season. Season three has ended for Research Shows Podcast. And so I am going to play weekly episodes just to have something for you to listen to. And we're going to do this every Sunday at noon until we start our new season, which will be in the spring of 2023. So please stay tuned. And once again, this episode has already been previously recorded. Hello, everybody. This is Dawn Williams, Dawn Michelle Williams owner of the research departments. We're going to take a break from technology for seniors today because this is something that needs to be addressed and it will be about this abortion issue. I I just have to say (laughs) a whole lot of stuff in regards to this and I got to get it out because I probably won't even be talking about it like this afterwards because it's too controversial of an issue. So before we go into the commercial break, I want to ask you, did you know this? And first of all, I named the business the research departments because I'm resourceful. I just, I've always heard that. Um, especially in my adult years, I kept hearing, you're so resourceful. And I didn't understand what people meant by that until I actually realized I am. Because I'm quick to research, go get all the way to the bottom of before I speak on a subject a lot of times. Because I don't want to misquote anything. So after further research, did you know <laughs> that in 2019, there was a white woman who was denied uh, I think it was Plan B, and we're going to go over that article. That was 2019. Um, did you know that in 2020, there was hysterectomies performed against inmates' will? These were Spanish women. This is 2020 in the state of Georgia. Did you know <laughs> that um, there was actually a committee started, I think, we're going to uh, discuss what years that was decades ago, but a uh, committee to end what they consider sterilization abuse, because at one point in time, and it probably still is going on right now, but at one point in time, white women were denied the right of birth control, right? When they were asked to be sterilized, they were denied that right. And given all these different excuses, you got to go past your husband, this and that, but women of color, were sterilized against their will. I'm going to have um, citations and quotes so you can go directly to these websites and news articles to verify what I'm saying. So first, we're going to take this first commercial break and we will be right back. We're going to dive right into this, honey. All right. Thank y'all. Let's start with uh, the first one (laughs) where we're going to talk about the committee to end sterilization and abuse now i just want to say this before i get started in this the quote is a quote believe none of what you hear and half of what you see y'all don't even know what you looking at and i mean y'all i mean everybody black white whatever a lot of people don't even understand what you're looking at when they did something as monumental as reversing roe versus weight i want to give my opinion on that first um me personally I'm terrified of abortion. Always have been terrified of abortion. Yes, I was in a situation where I contemplated abortion. I'm glad I had my baby. That's dawn. I can't do nothing or speak on behalf of nobody else because every time I have judged somebody for their decisions, it's like a law make it happen to me. And I'd be like, okay, like in per- case in point, 
I didn't even realize I said that somebody had repeated it back to me. I used to look at people funny that had two different children's fathers. And here I am with two different children's fathers because I decided to have my baby. You see what I'm saying? So I want to start right there. I'm neither pro-choice nor pro-life. I'm pro-mind my business, but I will be speaking some facts today. Okay. <laughs> so we're going, and I do not regret having even one of my children. I just want to say that. So we're going to get into the committee to end sterilization abuse. This article can be found is by the RRCA. I could not pronounce the name of this organization because it was French, but um, it was a French article. But you can go to the article by going to tinyurl.com forward slash RSP story and the number one. So I'm going to read a quote from this article. This committee to end sterilization abuse, CSA, was established in the winter of 1974 in New York City. And included many prominent reproductive rights activists, among whom Helen Rodriguez Trias, excuse me if I pronounced that wrong, a member of the feminist movement. She recalled a 1974, this is 1974, conference in Boston attended by thousands of women during which the issue came, the issue of sterilization came up, sterilization abuse came up, quote, we got a lot of flack from white women who had private doctors and wanted to be sterilized. They had been denied their request for sterilization because of their status, unmarried, or the number of children usually the doctor thought they had too few. The doctor thought. They therefore opposed a waiting period and any other regulation that they interpreted as limiting access. While white middle-class women were denied their request for sterilization, low-income women of certain ethnicity were misled and coerced into them. End quote. That was, this article was documented in 2002, but this, this was a lady speaking about what happened in 1974. This is something I heard over and over again when I talked to especially older black women. And they like, back in the 70s, they used to... um deny black women birth control no they used to purposely sterilize black women and then deny white women birth control and you know it makes me think why that i mean think about it think about this why right i want you to really think about this look at what's happening and yes we're going to talk about race in this one because look at what's happening just on your tv let's go basically to the tv after COVID, it was a total change in marketing. Have you noticed that marketing is mostly people of color, people of the LGBTQIA community? It's people who are, um, and if you do see white people in commercials, most of the time it'd be an interracial couple. Now, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I'm saying there's a shift happening. Now, it's up for debate whether or not uh, people of color or black people have been outnumbered white people. I don't, I feel like if people lie at any given point in time, why would they tell the truth now? That don't even make no sense. I just know what I see. And it don't make sense why they're marketing to all of a sudden out of nowhere. You understand? I'm a, I'm an 80s baby. I didn't grow up seeing this. So it's like all of a sudden when I started, when I opened my salon again, I seen all these commercials and I asked my client, 
have you noticed all these black people? That's a Spanish person, a Asian person. Like this was shocking. And I'm like, there is a change happening, right? So if back in the seventies, why would you deny white women birth control other than they weren't having babies quick enough? <laughs> now I know I, I might make some people mad. I don't care. This is, this is, this is probably true. I'm probably, in fact, we're going to have to come back where I'm going to have to back this up with more data, but it's, it is factual where they got num, num, excuse me, numerous statistics stating that in less than 50 years, the white population will be the minority. In my opinion, it, it already didn't happen. It's just, they can't hide it no more after in, within the next 50 years. And to me, this is straight up panic mode. Now let's go to, excuse me, y'all. I'm on my, um, we're going to go to something recent. Cause I said 1974, let's go to 2000. And I believe this happened in 2020. This is Georgia. You hear me? I forgot what the name of this governor was, but this was during, this is during COVID, I believe. Um, and so I'm going to read a quote, the article, you can find it at tinyurl.com forward slash R S P story and the number three. So this is uh, from that article. Um, but there is even more damning allegation. It charges that an outside doctor performed unnecessary hysterectomies on women held at the Irwin County detention center and a note. The report includes a description that some may find disturbing. Susanna Cape Ludo, excuse me if I pronounced that wrong, with a member of station WAB in Atlanta is following the story and joins me now. So I didn't even finish the whole thing because I know in general what happened. There was a whistleblower. And what happened was all these people as workers, this is this is how people are. In my whole career, this is what I've noticed. It's rare somebody speak out and say something. That's what America is. Look at how uh, all the ridiculousness that's happened throughout all different races, all different religions, everything in the United States. It just take one lunatic bully that just terrorizing whoever. So maybe that's somebody's boss and all of the subordinates is too scared to speak out against the boss. And most of the time, they just terrorize their whole workplace to the day they get, you know, become an old hag. And then they just retire into just craziness. Now, I've seen this in all different races. So here you got, they had an outside doctor coming in performing hysterectomies on these Spanish women who were detainees. We're not even going to get into that subject today. and But I will say this. Them contracts for people who are immigrants, that ain't even about what y'all think it's about. They get i believe the states get 12 million dollars this was years ago 12 million dollars per facility per month who gonna turn that down all you gotta do is detain people who are quote-unquote immigrants right so these women they in the detention center and the whole thing is they coming in and then was taking their uteruses out they doing straight up hysterectomies what why are we experimenting i mean i'm confused i'm confused that don't even make any sense. And the reason I know when I mentioned the first two ethnicities, I mentioned a white woman, Spanish, so we're going to go all the way down the line on this, this, uh, this one right here is that the funny thing about people in general, until it resonates with you, that's when it's like, oh, well it matters. Let me tell you something about crazy people. If they do something to you, 
if I'm sorry, if they do something to other people and you're witnessing it, that's how they operate. It's only a matter of time for it to come back around to you. You ain't no favorite. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who you having sex with. It's only a matter of time for it to come back around to you. That's just common sense. That's just what history shows since the beginning of time. I mean, you can look at anything and know what I'm saying is true. You know what I'm saying is true. Now we're going to go into my third article. You can find this article. This is uh, published by the National Women's Health Network. You can find this article by going to tinyurl.com forward slash RSP story two. First and foremost, <laughs> let's just go right into what this article says. And that's RSP story, the number two. Okay. They say by 1965, one third of all Puerto Rican mothers aged 20 to 49 were sterilized. You see how we're going down the list of races, Puerto Rican mothers, many without their knowledge or consent. The procedure was so common on the island that it was simply uh, called La, La Operacion. I know some people say, well, they're not American citizens. That's the territory. So just shut your mouth. Go ahead and Google it. All right. <laughs> In the South, poor and black women were so frequently victimized by non-consensual sterilizations that civil rights activist Fannie Lou Hammer coined them term Mississippi appendectomy to raise awareness about experiences of women who, like her, went to hospitals for medical treatments and were sterilized against their will. By the 1970s, as many as 25 Native American indigenous women of reproductive age had been sterilized. All told, more than 60,000 people were sterilized in 32 states during this time period based on science, quote, science of eugenics. To learn more about the history of this um, pernicious practice and its connection to current events, read a brief history of sterilization and abuse in the U.S. and its connection to ICE mass hysterectomies in Georgia found below. So this was a totally different article that I was reading. And you see how it referenced 2020 hysterectomy. So we've we gone from 1974, 1965, 2020. And then we going, before I give what I really, really think all the way, we're going to end this on 2019. This one, you can go straight to tinyurl.com forward slash RSP story four. This was a Minnesota woman that she needed to fill her prescription prescription for the morning after pill. This is a white woman. The pharmacist refused, she alleged, because of his, quote, beliefs. Who in the world, who in the world is a pharmacist to tell me, and this is 2019. So we don't went from white, Puerto Rican, black, indigenous women. I mean, this got to resonate with somebody somewhere, because at the end of the day, if you don't want to have children, that's your business. If you do want to have children, that's your business. But to force one um, segment of America to be sterilized against their will, some unknowing. What if I wanted to have children? Do you know what that is to take away the right of somebody to like it matters? You know why it doesn't matter to whoever is making these rules and setting these laws? Because it's about I got to do what I got to do. That mindset, I got to do what I got to do, is dangerous. 
That's a dangerous problem-solving tactic. It's dangerous because that means you don't have no loyalty to nobody. You don't have no loyalty to your own race, to your own family members, to the own human society, to anybody's rights, to your religion. You don't have no loyalty to nothing. The only thing this whole abortion movement have loyalty to is to a last-ditch effort to stop the inevitable. See, the thing about mixing or the thing about um racist right which this this is this social construct which is silly it's not just limited to america it's, it's the entire world you got classes of systems of, of racism all the way from india to china to where there's black chinese people there's or, or, or brown chinese people that's darker than me it's brown indian people from the um country india all the way to extremely light and this whole ridiculousness of going, let's let's stay on on this daggone abortion issue. This is about fear of losing power. That is all this is about. It's about representation. They tried their hardest to not have people of color in commercials, all these different things where people had to fight to be for representation, this and that. They're just now doing, I just seen a Sally's commercial. Sally's Beauty Supply. Sally's Beauty Supply is infamous, infam, well, excuse me, is infamous <laughs> for being a white beauty supply. All you saw was white, white, white. Now I just saw a whole commercial with black people, Latino people, older people, young. It was just so just like a melting pot. I love seeing stuff like that. America is changing and I get fear will propel people to do ridiculousness. My whole point of this podcast ain't to change nobody's mind. It's to you need to understand what you're looking at. You don't even understand what you're looking at. And you steady thinking this is about Christianity and morality. And I ain't knocking Christianity. I grew up in the church, even though I am Muslim right now. But my whole thing is, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Because let me tell you something. And while I'm sitting here, I hope I could pull this up because I cannot stop this recording. I'm sitting on anchor right now. But it was Clarence Thomas. My goodness, they had a horrible picture of this man. And, um... Hold on real quick, y'all. I'm going to look this up while I'm sitting here. Clarence Thomas. And then he said something about the LGBT. So they just passed this law, the federal law, where it's going to affect women's um, ability to get the abortions, which I just want to say, I'm not saying I agree with abortions, but the purpose of the abortion thing was because people was getting these back alley abortions from my understanding back then. um, And back in the 70s before Roe versus Wade happened. And you know, women dying, getting infections and all that stuff. But that's neither here nor there. We're not going to go here. So now, let me tell you something. Clarence Thomas, with his nice chocolate self, chocolate self, Lord have mercy. Thomas, it says this is by the hill, calls for overturning precedents on contraceptives and LGBTQ rights. Let me, let me explain something to you. And we're going back to this uh, manufactured crisis mess is dangerous this do what i gotta do type mindset because see he married to a white woman well if they overturning if (laughs) if they overturning abortions right now they're coming for lgbtq rights right then they're gonna go for contraceptives he's a supreme court justice what you think coming next because see the underlying issue is this is about race i don't care what nobody say i don't care what nobody it's clear 
It's the history shows this is clear. What do you think about to happen with him and his wife? Because because watch this, they're gonna overturn the interracial marriage stuff. Anybody sit up here and say that's ridiculous, that's absurd. How ridiculous was it that everything shut down in the middle of 2020 where you couldn't move nowhere? I watched my father's mind break because he never seen nothing like that in his in his in his life. The stuff that you witness on a daily basis, anybody who's in corporate especially in corporate America, the racism or underlying stuff you see on a regular basis, whether or not you want to admit it or not, the shocking stuff you see in regards to um, people being discriminated against because of their sex or their, their, um, if they're, you know, gay or not, whatever the shocking stuff you see people do and you acting like this isn't going to be possible. Do you understand where you're located? And it, and <laughs> I could go on and on. But I had to get this out. <laughs> I had to get this all the way out because these people I see on Facebook fighting and saying, yes, and Christian rights and woo, woo, woo. do you understand what they doing? Do you know what they're doing? <laughs> this is about making sure that this is like a, a last ditch effort. It's an act of desperation. It's clear. It's clear. And if they'll do this in regards to somebody else's rights, I don't care if it's from the LGBTQIA community, if it's the black people, if it's the Spanish people, if it's the white women, if they take your rights in regards to what you value, right? It's only a matter of time before they turn around and do it to you. In fact, I can go on and on. I'm going to leave it right here. Look, if you listen to my other <laughs> episodes, I am not writing like this except for on uh um Mondays. So we gonna exit out before I go off. <laughs> so anybody, don't forget we got daily episodes, y'all, with technology for seniors, which I'm gonna share with my rants, <laughs> rants from dawn or whatever, and uh. That's every day at 12 p.m. We got weekly episodes with the morning show. That's the morning crew. We talk about everything. That's um, Monday mornings at 6 a.m. Thursdays at 4 p.m. We interview entrepreneurs. We're always looking for guests, recorded comments, people for collaboration. If you got something to say about what I'm saying, honey, leave a message. Go right there to the researchdepartments.com. You can come on and be a guest and we can go at it. And I'm fine with that. You know, I keep it. I keep it cool. I keep it cool. <laughs> Just go to the researchdepartments.com. We are available on Apple, Spotify and all major you know, platforms in regards to my podcast. I want everybody to have a wonderful day on purpose.